For more, we're joined on the line now by Narina Fisser, strategist at ETFSA. Good morning, Narina. Good morning, Sakina. Good morning to all the listeners. Narina, let's just start by looking at the RAND. You know, uh, many South Africans looking at it and going, oh, shock, horror, what's going on now? <laughs> yeah, you know what, I, I guess we've seen this uh, depreciating trend on the currency for a couple of weeks now, and along with, uh, as we've often said, uh, many other emerging market currencies, but also commodity exporting currencies. And I think when we see what's, uh, what's come out of, of China, in particular in terms of those trade statistics today, it clearly um, um, sort of explains why these commodity exporting currencies have been so weak. Um, but I think we, we also have to acknowledge that we do have um, plenty of internal problems in South Africa. So um, not only does that exacerbate the problem, but at the same time also it, it, it means that we're not in a position really to, to make use of this weaker currency. Um, and, and yesterday, certainly on the markets, we saw that the impact of the weaker RAND is now starting to feed into um, expectations around financial shares, retail shares and so on, and concerns about uh, the longer-term effect. You know, when the RAND just sort of flash depreciates and recovers quickly, it's one thing. But when you have this long, slow grind lower and lower, it does have much long, much bigger, longer-term implications. Now, Narina, we do not often discuss company-specific news with you. But, uh, you know, just looking at the business day this morning, some very interesting results released yesterday, including Cecil uh, releasing their full-year numbers to June 2015. Now, in light of the massive decline in oil prices over the last 12 months, uh, one would have expected these numbers to be quite dismal. Talk to us about uh, the performance of Cecil. You know, on the face of it, yes, uh, those those expected lower results because of the, the weakness in the oil price um, certainly came through. But I think when you look a little bit deeper, you realize that actually this is an excellent set of numbers considering the, the, the environment in which Sassel is operated. And for me, this is really a great example of performance that can, good performance that can be delivered under very difficult conditions when management actually um, preempts uh, what might happen and actually manages the company on a forward-looking basis. You know, as far back as 2012, Sassel already started with a process of, of reducing its costs. Uh, I think one of the best uh, descriptions I heard was that the best time to fix a leaking roof is when the sun is shining. And I think that's exactly what Sassel did. Um, cost containment very well. They implemented a business improvement program, which, which also has delivered a lot of cost savings. And they also instituted a response plan as it was called in the company, um, before this oil price decline even started. And that has really assisted them in being able to, to deliver very good results in the light of the poor um, sort of economic conditions under which they have to operate. And just looking at another big commodity company that was also in the news yesterday, Glencore and Arena. Now, their financial performance during the first half of the year was such that it pushed them to suspend their dividends. And um, they also had to announce that they would sell uh, some of their assets and shares in order to address the significant debt levels. Now, what do you make of the news out of uh, Glencore at the moment? You know, it's quite stark to sort of see the difference in, in Glencore and, and, and compare it to Sassel, for example. Even though they don't operate directly in the same commodity markets, um, it's still a tale of, of two very different styles of management. You know, Glencore really comes from a history of being just a commodities trading company. And I think under difficult conditions, you realize that maybe management doesn't quite have the same sort of experience as, as Sassel management has in terms of, 
of an operating commodities company. So, yes, dividend suspended, um, looking at a rights issue there. They are sitting with about $50 billion of debt, um, really a leftover, a bit of a hangover after a massive capital expansion exercise that they went through during a time when Sassel was actually cutting back on, on production and containing its costs. So for Glencore, there's not much of, a, of, a, of an option. They have to go for this capital-raising exercise because their debt levels have reached such unsustainable levels that they are at risk of losing their credit rating. And so a lot of what we see happening here in terms of the rights, rights issue is really focused on trying to preserve their, their credit rating that they've got at the moment.